live and direct. Yeah. They came for a show so quiet on the set. On the set. Quiet as it's kept. Yeah. We came from the bottom with our grind and our sweat. And I sweat. It's time to collect. Yeah. Every single thing from the shine to the checks. Then again, you know it's only up from here. You can go and clock out, it's only us from here. Make a lot of noise, a lot of fuss from here. With the game on the line, we just clutch from here. You ain't gotta ask, I'ma go be great. Everybody in my circle, they gon' go be great. If you ain't on the team, homie, don't be late. Cause everybody on my team, they gon' go be great. Yeah, yeah, they gon' go be great. Everybody on my team, they gon' go be great. Yeah, yeah, they gon' go be great. Everybody in my circle, they gon' go be great. Let's go. What's up, Miami? Welcome to episode number three of the Derek Lane podcast. I am your host, Derek Lane. I want to send a huge shout out to all of my day one listeners and say welcome to the ride to all of my new listeners who are making this day one. Welcome to the podcast for the city, 305 Dade County. Stand up. Let's go. I record on Sundays, so it's always hard to keep up the energy after a Miami Hurricanes loss. The Canes fell to the University of North Carolina 27 to 24. This season had so much promise, so much hope, but I feel like this has been a common theme since 2004. After a disappointing season, we get a new coach, whether it's to replace a coordinator who was underperforming the previous season or to get rid of a head coach who simply could not get it done. After Larry Coker was gifted possibly the greatest college football team ever, the downward spiral began, and we have not been able to figure it out. We were hyped for the Randy Shannon hire, He was one of ours. He played for the U. He was a defensive coordinator. He pulled in a number one recruiting class, but then he ended up flopping. We were hyped about Al Golden, the up-and-comer from Temple. He was supposed to breathe life into the program, and then before long, we just wanted to throw him out of town by his stupid orange tie. Mark Rick, he was supposed to be our savior, being the first real coach the U went out and hired a coach who wasn't going to be some pet project and just find lightning in the bottle like the old Jimmy Johnson days. But before long, it appeared that the game had passed him by. Then we tried lightning in the bottle again with Manny Diaz, but it did not work out. So all of the rumblings began that the University of Miami was afraid to spend big money. The school does not support the program. How are we going to compete with the Alabamas of the world if we are not spending money like them? So we did. We went out and got Mario Cristobal. He was the homer. He was the guy to get it all done. And then the U spent all of the money to put together an all-star supporting cast. The hype was so real in the offseason. This was going to be the year that the U was truly back. Now, we're 2-3 and with a loss to... Middle Tennessee. We have our first ACC loss against UNC. So now the season just feels like it was filled with empty promises again. It sucks. I just want the U to be great again. But Miami fans, Canes fans, I do have a fig leaf. I have to say, through all of this disappointment, all of this disappointment in the loss against UNC yesterday, I saw something in the second half that is going to change the program forever. And the trajectory is up. This is not just some hopeless optimism. Things begin to gel for certain players after the second half or when the second half began yesterday. Players begin to emerge as leaders. That passion to win was visible. 
I know that we did not recover the ball after that onside kick, but that effort that Al Blades made to try to save that ball was the type of effort that we have been wanting to see from our players. Players showed accountability through their performance yesterday. In the second half, that winning culture that we want to see from our team was birthed. And that culture must take place before it translates into the win-loss column. Trust me, Miami, that was the start of it yesterday. This past week, Miami-Dade commissioners voted unanimously to create Justice Kentaji Brown Jackson Street. They are going to rename a portion of the area of Eureka Drive between Old Cutler Road and Caribbean Boulevard, where Cutler Bay and Palmetto Bay meet. This is the area right in front of the school Palmer Trinity. Justice Kentaji Brown grew up around that area, and her parents still own a home in that area. She graduated from Palmetto Senior High, and although I went to the rival school of Killian, go Cougars, I want us all to celebrate this. Justice Kentaji Brown Jackson is the first black female Supreme Court justice. She is ours. She is a local. This is bigger than your political beliefs. Miami has made history in the highest court of the land. Again, shout out Uncle Luke. Last month, we saw a plane take 48 undocumented Venezuelan migrants to Martha's Vineyard. This was the ultimate move in petty politics where Governor DeSantis followed through on his promise to drop off migrants to progressive states. Back in June, if you remember, Governor DeSantis signed a budget allocating $12 million to create a program for the transport of unauthorized migrants out of Florida. Problem is, these Venezuelan migrants weren't in Florida. They all came from San Antonio, Texas. The company Vertol Systems was paid a little over $1.5 million to transport the migrants to Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts on September 14th. They never set foot in Florida. The plane chartered by Vertol Systems made a brief stop in Crestview, Florida on its way from San Antonio, but they were only there for 30 minutes. None of them got off the plane before continuing to Martha's Vineyard. So the issue is, Governor DeSantis used a shit ton of money from a program with a specific purpose to move undocumented migrants out of Florida, but these folks were never here. Matter of fact, Governor DeSantis brought them here. The story only gets crazier because it was alleged that the migrants were tricked to leave Texas by offering them McDonald's gift cards. I'm always amazed by politics and what people choose to defend. I know this is only episode three of the Derek Lane podcast, so you do not know where I stand on the political spectrum, but I do not drift one way or the other. I believe a lot of mainstream politics is smoke and mirrors, but conservatives, just for clarification purposes, you all do not like wasteful spending of government funds towards programs like WIC, EBT, universal healthcare, public housing, shit, the list goes on. How are you not outraged or crying for accountability when $1.5 million was used in this form? That money can go to so many different causes. I often hear the argument about spending money in other countries that have nothing to do with the U.S. So why is it okay for Florida to spend money on behalf of Texas? You can support your base, but goddamn, hold your base accountable, especially when you have been largely outspoken on these topics in other forms. The problem with politics is everyone is constantly moving the goalpost. Miami, I want to thank you all for tuning in and checking me out this week. 
I want to give you all a huge shout out because just in two weeks, we have cracked the top 200 of entertainment news on Apple Podcasts. I love the connection I have with all of my supporters and my accomplishments are your accomplishments. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. Paralysis analysis is the number one killer of dreams. If you have an idea, put it into action. Don't overthink it. How you pivot is how you will succeed, not how long you remain in the planning stages. Planning stages. Mike Tyson once said, everyone has a plan until they get hit. You're going to get hit. When you are chasing your dreams, you will take some major hits. It will challenge you. It may redirect your plans, but it's on you to stay in the fight. Keep swinging. And before you know it, you will start landing hits that will lead to a knockout. And on that note, I hope you all have an amazing week. Go be great, Miami.